don't want to scare anyone. But I'm going to give it to you straight about Jason. His body was never recovered from the lake after he drowned. And if you listen to the old timers in town, they'll tell you he's still out there. Some sort of demented creature. Surviving in the wilderness. Full grown by now. Legend has it that Jason saw his mother beheaded that night. And he took his revenge. A revenge that he'll continue to seek if anyone ever enters his wilderness again. And by now, I guess you all know, we're the first to return here. Five years, five long years, he's been dormant. And he's hungry. Jason's out there. Watching. Always on the prowl for me. Welcome back to First Friday, the Friday the 13th podcast where we go through each and every movie in the Friday the 13th franchise. Uh, with me is Claire. How's it going, Claire? Hello. Good. How are you? I'm doing good. It's Friday. Good. Hard to complain. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we're here to talk about uh, Friday the 13th, Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of things. This is uh, one of the first movies where Jason leaves uh camp crystal lake in a substantial way uh mm, he goes on a little holiday he does Happy for him. yeah I, I wanted a scene where he was looking through a flyer of manhattan like, <laughs> just like circling things he wants to do you know <laughs> uh, imagine you were at a tourist spot and jason showed up yeah uh I, I, there's a lot of like just I don't know if they're meant to be funny, but there's so many funny scenes in this. Like when he's walking mm-hmm. in the, and the punks kind of try to agitate him or whatever. And he just takes <laughs> yeah, his mask he, off. Yeah. He kicks over their, their CD player. Yeah. Yeah. Or it wouldn't even be in CDs back then. It would have been like boombox. Boombox. Yeah. And he just takes off his mask. He knows how awful he looks. Yeah. He's just trolling them at that yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this is a movie that's hated by fans. Uh, of the franchise, largely because you know they advertise it as Jason takes Manhattan. He's in Manhattan for probably twenty percent of the movie. Mm, Jason takes a a boat. That would be the more apt description. Yeah. Or Jason takes a vacation. Yeah, <laughs> I would have liked that. Jason takes a cruise. Yep. You, you know, put, you put him in one of those like um, those hats, like the. Those really cheesy uh, vacation hats, and you know, give them like, like a, a Hawaiian shirt, exactly. Yeah. Sipping on a cocktail. <laughs> Someone with Photoshop skills, please make this a reality. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see this. Um, yeah, the, the thing is, my my mindset is, it may not be that he's in Manhattan a lot, but still, him on a boat is still something different, which is true. It is like mm-hmm. him on a boat, like. They take advantage of it. There's uh, some mm-hmm. pretty cool kills and pretty uh, inventive scenes. Uh, but this movie is, in a lot of ways, weird. So I can also see why a lot of people don't like it. Because there's a lot of weird stuff in here. Um, 
there's a lot of weird scenes like the one guy who's in the sauna and then jason just goes in mm-hmm. and just puts the rock in him and he catches fire somehow and i'm like oh this is weird but also even just a sauna on, on a boat like that is really strange yeah uh oddly enough too um the character from part seven was actually supposed to appear in this so when you see that she's got these like telepathic powers in this, mm-hmm. like she can vision Jason, that's because it was supposed to be the character from the last movie, but she oh. wanted more money. So they brought in an entirely different character, Remy, but Remy still has those telekinesis kind of powers. So it's yeah. weird because she's, she's supposed to be a different character, but they obviously didn't finish the work on that. Cause she still mm-hmm. has those powers, but um Honestly, these movies are so weird at this point. I didn't even question that. I was just like, mm, she's having visions of Jason as a child. Why not? And even the actor who's the like boyfriend in this, he kind of looks like Nick in the last movie too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um. So yeah, I always like to think that like yeah, this is pretty much a direct sequel, but without any of the returning actors aside mm-hmm. from Kane Hodder who plays Jason. Mm-hmm. Um. And. Uh, yeah, part eight, uh, basically the gist of the movie is that uh, starts off with a couple on a boat anchored in Camp Crystal Lake. Uh, their anchor hits a power line that's in the lake and the electricity brings Jason back to life. <sighs> you know, absurd. Whether it's more absurd or less absurd than Jason being unleashed via telekinetic powers is arguable. But mm. I don't mind this. It, it's like it, they do it, get it out of the way and move on. So I'm kind of like, okay, this isn't too bad. But you can tell at this point they're reaching for how to bring them back. Like there's only so many things you can do to bring them back to life. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, go ahead. No, yeah. I mean, it's expected at this point again. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a stupid way to bring them back. And he was brought back by lightning before by being electrocuted. So yeah. that's obviously the way. You would think they would keep him in some kind of box that just can't be electrocuted or something like. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully they'll eventually learn. But I mean, there's four more movies, so obviously not. No. Mm. Uh, and I, I will. I'm going to tell you right now, they do not get any less absurd. If anything, they get more absurd. And uh, I, I'm really excited <laughs> to get your takes on them. But. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, so the boat, uh, unleashes Jason, he comes on board, kills the, the two, the loving couple, uh, they're supposed to make it to a bigger boat to be a part of some grad reunion or graduating, uh, like, I don't know if it's like a prom or something, like, I never Very did strange, no. Like, I never did this when I was graduating, they just... I never went on a cruise. Oh, I now feel like I missed out. I'm like, man, what are I you know, doing? I know. Um, but this also, funny enough, was filmed in Vancouver. So, uh, yeah, yes, Vancouver. Yeah, love so, that. So there's a lot of scenes. So when they are um, actually like the boats coming out and they have the bigger boat, like that was all filmed in uh, British Columbia. So I always like to, yeah. I kind of recognize that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> doesn't look like the east coast of the united states at all but that's okay no um and uh yeah they leave on a boat jason joins them and that's essentially it there's not Mm -hmm. too much going on in the plot department in this one uh there's 
some characters i don't know how many of them are likable but i do like that they are very set characters like you have the one girl who's sort of like the caddy manipulator you got mm-hmm. the the dweeb who you know he's kind of into like audio video and <laughs> you got the guitar girl like they, they are really just one note characters but at least it's like yeah you know what you know I, Oddly enough, I find it kind of enjoyable that I'm like, okay, at least I know who the guitar girl is. Mm-hmm, like, yeah. At least I kind of, I'm like, oh yeah, she plays guitar. So, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, they, uh, they're on the boat. Uh, and slowly Jason starts picking them off one by one until eventually, uh, they leave the boat in a hurry and make it to Manhattan where Jason continues to, uh, <laughs> follow them and kill them one by one, uh, including, uh, in their group is uh remy's uncle who we find out is yeah. the villain in this of sorts too um mm-hmm. not a very nice uncle not a very nice thing to do dr- uh attempting to drown your niece but uh oh my god just assuming that that was how she was gonna learn how to swim yeah that makes sense yeah <laughs> he yeah. was awful again yeah another another sub villain which is great to see yeah i think it's sort of like it it oddly enough kind of makes Jason almost like a protagonist. And <laughs> in this, he's kind of oddly more of a protagonist than probably a full-on antagonist. Like, when those drug dealers kidnap Remy, he mm-hmm. saves her. And it's, like, I know. weird. Because it's like, why wouldn't he just kill everybody there? But, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe Jason's got some morals. Who knows? Um, Jason saved the day. I was proud of him. Yeah. Uh, mm. Eventually... The chase uh, it ends up with uh, Remy and her boyfriend, who uh, they go down to the sewers, and Jason gets flooded with nuclear waste. And <laughs> I don't know what nuclear waste actually does to somebody. I mean, I have vague assertions as to what happens, but I'm pretty sure that if you dump nuclear waste with someone, they're not going to revert back to a toddler. <laughs> um, I couldn't believe when that happened. It, it's laughably bad. <laughs> Um, it was it was but also too i'm like you know what they have to get rid of jason and in <laughs> some ways like they've sort of gotten jace they gotten rid of jason in the like the like the most absurd way possible like he's a toddler now and he's not deformed and he would have no reason to be mad at the world or killing people mm-hmm. so you've sort of just made him not a villain anymore uh but obviously that doesn't make for entertaining uh series but uh what an ending every time i watch it i just burst out laughing because it makes no sense it makes no sense um, even just the fact that the sewers flood with toxic waste every night at midnight yeah it's a little little out there it's strange um and yeah obviously jason gets turned into a child and and drowns yeah also, I'm, like, wondering, like, do they put him into Child Protective Services? Like, what did they do? Like, I know. I thought they were going to take the child with him, but with them, but they just kind of left him there. I want, like, a spinoff is called... He, is he dead or alive? Or is he just wandering around Manhattan now? Little just, naked child? I just want, like, a little spinoff called Little Jason. It's just them. Yeah. Little, little Jason. <laughs> just um, him finding his way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the plot summary of this movie. Again, there's not really much of a plot there, but you know what? It's absurd and weird. Mm-hmm. It moves like a mile a minute. Like, that's the thing about this movie. It's not boring. Compared to part seven, where I feel like mm-hmm. it's dawdling in parts, 
there's no filler in this. Like mm-hmm. you go from the boat to Manhattan and all of it just happens so quickly. I never feel like it's rushing too much, but it definitely feels like the movie is keeping a pretty brisk pace, which mm-hmm. in some ways is good. It kind of keeps my uh, level of enjoyment up and I never feel like I'm getting bored watching this. Um, definitely i mean they get to manhattan and jason just pops i mean has jason been kind of swimming alongside them this whole time he like arrives in manhattan the exact same time they do yeah he's pretty conveniently keeping pace also i like when he comes out and he sees the hockey mask and he's like huh yeah that's good actually who's stealing my style i thought that was my thing yeah Hmm. Um, yeah it's the, the what did uh what worked about this movie uh it's just weird and you know what it, it's weird in a way where i can kind of enjoy it it's never so weird that i'm like nah i'm not into this mm-hmm. I, I kind of can keep up and i kind of can enjoy it like when the one guy is boxing jason and then he just gets so tired that jason <laughs> just with one punch punches his head off which uh... i'm not like i'm no physicist but that seems physically impossible like how can you just punch someone's head cleanly with one hit? Like even the guy just punching Jason. Jason was just taking it. The guy just got more and more tired as time went on. I kept expecting him to even just kind of push Jason off the roof or something, but he kept yeah. falling. It was awful, and yet yeah, his head comes off in one blow. Yeah, impressive. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. There's um just it's just a weird movie but in weird in a way that you're like okay this isn't boring uh i mm-hmm. i have no evidence to back this up but i feel like whoever was making this movie was pretty high on drugs when they made it because <laughs> there's no rational way to explain how you think these things up but i know it's the 80s it was a different time it was definitely written in in like one druggy night Oh, for sure. 100%. Yeah. 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 There was some alcohol and probably drugs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And that's and the kills are kind of interesting in this. I uh, I don't feel they're as bad as part seven's kills. No, the kills are a lot better in this. Yeah. Stu- stupid again, but better. Yeah. And I think they yeah. kind of understood that, like, they were probably going to get edited down. So... They sort of just went with kills that were a little bit more easier to do and not going to require cutting out big portions because that was sort of their mistake in part seven is they made these big elaborate kills but when Mm -hmm. you're forced to remove a big part of it it just doesn't quite work so in this i feel like the kills were sort of designed because they knew they'd have to take stuff out so when they did it still works like it still works as a kill so Mm -hmm. um yeah and uh it's just a very excessive and odd movie but <laughs> that's really because i can't really say like oh the performances were good because it kind of weren't yeah and the plot no. not that great but i don't know just every time i watch this i i have a fun time so i don't know how i enjoyed it. it yeah yeah it was entertaining hmm. so uh what worked for you in this what was uh firing on all cylinders I think the main thing was them just being on a boat. Obviously, it was annoying because I was expecting Jason to be kind of running around Manhattan up like the Empire State Building or something, like climbing up fire escapes. Um, but I enjoy the fact that it was on a on a boat. Obviously, all the rest of the movies have just been everyone running in all different directions in a woods and through these houses. The fact that they were kind of all trapped together on a boat 
just brought an extra level of terror kind of mm-hmm. which was which was cool and they do take full advantage of it a lot of different areas in the boats there's like a whole like disco room there's yeah. the sauna yeah all the different bedrooms a lot happens on that boat mm-hmm. so i enjoyed the new kind of setting yeah. um yeah definitely it was there were funny moments it was definitely enjoyable overall but there definitely were some funny moments which was good and yeah like as you were saying the characters were definitely more developed mm-hmm. um and even just the section where they are in manhattan i thought that was great as well yeah mm. again it's like the idea is even on a boat it's still a change it's still not crystal lake mm-hmm. so, i mean hard to complain too much uh what didn't work about this movie? I mean, realistically, there's a, things that, a lot of things that don't work, but it still manages to come together. Like, I don't like any of the characters in this. I don't find them relatable or enjoyable. Uh, Remy, probably, in my opinion, is the worst final girl in the series. Uh, um, yeah. She's not fleshed out at all. Uh, and she just, I don't know, she doesn't really have any sort of arc to her. Her main defining feature is that she's afraid of swimming, and that's not really <laughs> the character trait. It's just something that they have in the character so that she can be pushed into water occasionally and you feel like there's some sort of things at stake. But yeah, she's just not a good character. And her romantic love interest equally, uh, I forget his name. That's how bad it is. But I just. So boring. I think think his name was Sean. Sean, yeah. (laughs) I wanted to say say Kevin for some reason, but I don't know. Either way, forgettable. Don't even know his name. So boring. Yeah, no, that's a big thing for me about what didn't work. Just boring. Again, they were more fleshed out than the last one. They had their things, but the main kind of characters weren't mm-hmm. the best. Rennie was very annoying. Um, the, the, the visions obviously weren't explained. She was just so weird. Even the fact that she was when she was kind of what annoyed me so much was she was kind of taken away by the drug dealers that was obviously awful injected with was it heroin they were injecting her with yeah and then she's rescued by jason runs off doesn't tell anyone what happened that she's high yeah doesn't tell anyone (laughs) also we gotta acknowledge the fact and uh on freegreenerds.com we did a movie commentary for this movie and this stood Mm -hmm. out as something that we all laughed at but Remy or Remy gets injected with drugs and then she gets in that cop car and tries to drive it and then she just rams it straight into a barrier and you're like that would be a good idea Remy she should not be the one that was driving there were two other adults in that car yes any like even probably a 16 year old would be would have been a better choice than Remy yeah Um, yeah so yeah off of final girl yeah and I mean Julius the boxer is the probably the most interesting character because he seems the most dynamic like he's he's kind of an interesting character to listen to but he's not your main character he you know kind of gets sort of put off to the side for a long portion of time so mm-hmm. um yeah um, yeah what about you anything else that didn't work i guess also, too, uh, probably a big thing is that I kind of, I mean, and I wish they spent a little more time in Manhattan. I don't mm-hmm. need a lot more time, but it did feel like they were rushing through their Manhattan scenes. I would have just liked even like five, ten more minutes there. Um, obviously, they wanted to and their budget didn't allow it. But 
it mm-hmm. still would have been nice to have just a little bit more. Definitely. And they're all they're just in the most disgusting places in Manhattan as well. Yeah, nothing identifiable. Like they're you never see them, you know, in front of the Statue of Liberty or in front of any real landmark. In mm. many ways, it's like I bet you, and this is my guess, is I bet you they were like, let's film in New York. And they were like, sure. And then somebody was like, no, you can't do that. We have to film in Vancouver. And they were like, well, we can't show any of the things then because we're not filming there. So let's just show these like nondescript streets and other yeah. things. Yeah, oh, that could be anywhere. Yeah, they did film in Times Square. So that, that mm-hmm. scene actually works really well. Like with Jason sort of looking around Times Square and you can yeah. he's almost awestruck. It's, I don't know, that... <laughs> That part's kind of interesting, but eh, for the most part, it's pretty forgettable location-wise. I did like, though, that in the kind of opening sequence, they had all these kind of bits of New York. And then at the end, when they were actually in New York, that was all the kind of places they went. That was nice. It kind of all tied in together, even though it was was absolutely disgusting. (laughs) Random diner and a big bucket of slime. But... Um. Yeah, so uh, we're talking about what didn't work, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, also that ending is just doesn't make any sense. No. I mean, I also oh. feel like nobody who worked on that movie can ever actually properly explain that ending because why he gets covered in nuclear waste and turns into a toddler. And by the way, you know, he was deformed as a child. Somehow he gets not only reverted back to being a toddler, but he gets magically cured of all of his deformities. So Yeah, because even in her visions, he is deformed. Child Jason is actually plays a big part in this. And yeah. he is still deformed in her visions, but yeah. He's just... Is he even alive or dead at the end? We don't even know. I think he is. Um, there was actually a comic that bridges this and uh, the next film, Jason Goes to Hell. It doesn't make much sense, but they do try no. to at least say, this is how Jason gets from here to there. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, yeah, no, the ending was not one of the best. No. Anything else no. not work for you? Uh, no, I think that's better. Yeah, definitely wanted them to be in Manhattan a bit more. I didn't expect a boat at all with the title Jason Takes Manhattan. Um, they did use it to their advantage, but yeah, would have liked a lot more of Jason just running around sightseeing Manhattan, I think. So yeah, the ending didn't uh, work for you? And- yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, a bit ridiculous. Um as a little child i kind of wanted them to take the child off with them um yeah. i mean they end up together the the dog they get the dog back at the end too but um i definitely would have wanted a bit more of them all just in manhattan definitely mm-hmm. mm. yeah so i don't know it, it's a weird movie I, and the thing is i can never say it's without fault like it is it definitely has its issues but oddly it doesn't matter as much to me like i can still kind of largely enjoy this even though i know it's not a good movie per se mm-hmm. um so did you have a uh, favorite kill in this there were actually a lot of good kills um my favorite one probably just because it was most deserved was and it was so disgusting was the uncle um 
when Jason kind of picks him up and just drowns him in that green slime with the dead rat. Mm. Disgusting. I was gagging watching it. It was disgusting. And just because you really want the uncle to die. So that was yeah. great. The the kind of bitchy girl in the bathroom with the robe. Mm. That was interesting. Uh, there were actually a good few ones. A good few ones. Um, the guy in the sauna as well with the hot stone. You know, interesting. Jason's really making use of his surroundings. But I think overall my favorite's probably going to be the uncle in the green slime. Whatever that even is supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, I just assume it's just excess nuclear waste that they had kicking around there. Um, God. Yeah, best kill. Uh I mean, I do like the Julius kill when he's punching Jason and just runs out of steam and just Jason just hits him once. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it's it's weird because I don't know why Jason would even bother, like why he wouldn't just kill Julius on the spot. But mm-hmm. I, Jason just takes it for a while. Yeah. yeah he's willing to play along. Uh, mm-hmm. which seems weird because he's not that kind of person. Normally he's like, I'll kill you right away. And instead he's like, yeah, I'll let you punch me a few times. <laughs> Uh, but I do like that one. If only just because you see the head sort of go yeah. into the air and then roll down onto the hood of the car there and then somehow it gets placed inside and uh, it's just very weird. Yeah, um, it goes into like it goes into a bin and then the bin slams shut. So then it's like Jason goes in. Does he get in the bin and picks it out and then he puts it in the car? Oh, for sure. I think he yeah. was dumpster diving just so he could redecorate the <laughs> inside of the car. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, the, now that that one always gets me just because it, it's sort of it's playful and fun. Like mm-hmm. it could have just been more boring than what it is, but it's kind of fun. Like it's it's mildly entertaining, even though it probably doesn't make much sense why Jason wouldn't just like push him off the ledge or do something to mm-hmm. just get him quickly disposed of. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite character in this? I would say my favorite character is probably Julius. Okay. Yeah, I thought he was good. He was like quite fleshed out. He was like a little boxer guy. He was so sweet. He was trying to help Rennie at the end. He was kind of the only one. Even her actual boyfriend, Sean, was just more timid. And Rennie and Julius was actually trying to help her. Mm. And then even the, the punching scene at the end was great. Yeah. I would say Julius for sure. Also, like, he's kind of flirty, too. Like, even when he's boxing the other guy and he just kind of winks at the girls watching him. Like, yeah. Know, he's kind of like, a, I don't know, he's probably the most interesting guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would agree with, with Julius as well. Although mm-hmm. I do like the uncle as well, played by Peter Mark Richmond. He's just mm-hmm. so despicable. And oh. you knew when they heard his accent, they were like, oh, yeah, we're putting you in this because <laughs> you're just going to seem like a villain just right up from the start. Um, so he I, was a great villain. And also Kane mm. Potter, too, who plays Jason, does a really good job uh, mm-hmm. with Jason in this. The way he moves and the way he interacts with the characters and the world around him, it is good. Uh, it's um, I don't know if it necessarily makes this movie the best or anything, but this is, in my opinion at least, probably the best movie that Kane Hodder did as Jason. So mm-hmm. uh, I think it's time to give this a score on the machete scale. How many machetes mm-hmm. are you giving this? I liked this one, despite how stupid it was. I'm, I'll probably give this like a 7 out of 10 machetes. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. the exact same as you. 7 out of 10. Yeah. 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 
I, I enjoy this. This is a fun movie. This is not, again, the best Friday the 13th, but this is one that I think uh, maybe with the right amount of liquor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and also, too, like this is very fun to watch as a group. So if you can get like, mm-hmm. a group of friends together, it's kind of fun to watch with a group and just laugh together. So Yeah. Um, not yeah. the worst one. No, not nearly as bad as uh, part eight or part seven. Sorry. Um, mm-hmm. That's for sure. Um, yeah. And I did mention this earlier, but there is a movie commentary on threeingroomers.com for that. So if you do want to l- watch the entire movie with our movie commentary in the background, you can do that. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm me and the three green nerds guys we we talk about that film and they had never seen it before either and uh we were just in stitches because i was actually just like <laughs> i can't wait for them to see uh jason turn into a toddler at the end and just like this doesn't make any sense so it was hilariously stupid yeah uh, so yeah, threeingreennerds.com is where you can find us and uh yeah until next time where we talk about my least favorite film in the franchise, Jason Goes to Hell. Bye for Ooh, now. Oh, can't wait to watch that. <laughs>